At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. It is a Monday edition of Final Countdown here on v Matt Brown, Jeff Parles on the desk with me here on a Monday. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Hopefully your weekend went well from a betting standpoint and from a no drunk uncle fighting standpoint, all those things like that that happen on the holiday season, you know? Yeah, no, no complaint. Yeah. No complaints. Actually, uh, my, my folks actually uh, coming into town today, went to the airport, had no problem actually getting them and getting to the uh, the hotel in time to get back here <laughs> okay. for the show. Good stuff. It was a shocking, a shocking yes. development. Yes, as we know, Stormy going to be gone all week. She is on multiple bowl game assignments because she is fancy and important. And all of the things like that. Phoenix and New Orleans are two pretty good yeah. draws, all things considered. Yeah. Atlanta, especially, I think, too, somewhere spe- Especially there when there's a bowl game in Detroit that's going on right now. It's a very good draw. Yes. A draw that our, yeah. that, what do we have our friends right here? What is this? It's uh, 14, 14. It's 14-0 New Mexico State over Bowling Green. So, uh, as you could say, the the uh, the high-end teams, not so much here in this one. But, hey, Jerry Kill might win seven games in the season at New Mexico State, which is almost like Alabama winning 17 straight national titles, Matt. Some big news in the NFL, but first we will get to Monday night football here, which is the Los Angeles Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts at home here are three-and-a-half-point dogs across the board. Rest of country, 44-and-a-half is our total in this one. So this had gotten as high as four and a half, Jeff. Come, came back down to four, sat at four for the majority of the last few days. And now people come in and they are backing the home dog in this one. I was trying to look into why that might be. Maybe it's just because it's on the other side of a field goal and people are thinking, that, hey, look, other side of a field goal. This Chargers team has struggled in the red zone of late. Maybe this plays into all of that. I don't really care. I played this on the opener at three anyway, so I I, I have the, the Chargers at minus three in this game. I take a look at kind of how this breaks down in my opinion, right? I mean, you've got a team in this Colt squad that in, you know, we have Pritch in here on Fridays, right? Pritch has been in the locker room and I said, Pritch, listen, I know this is, this is nothing we can quantify. I like to come in here and spit numbers and advance analytics and all other things like that. How does a team come back from blowing the largest lead <laughs> in NFL history? Right. And he said, they don't. Like, basically he just said, you don't. He's like, there's nothing for them to play for anyway. It's a lame duck coaching staff. They don't know what quarterback they want to play. Your best player now gone for the rest of the season. It's like it's like one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. And yeah, they're still pros, and yeah, they're still going to go out there. But he 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 in his mind, it was like, look, this is that was probably the the cherry on top. 
for this team. You know, you come back, you uh, you bring in the Super Bowl MVP, right? I mean, that's how you come back. I right? guess, yeah. I guess if you didn't guess, if you didn't get the no, if you didn't get the news, Jeff Saturday, who should probably just go back to Ellinger to find out, like if you even have a backup quarterback in him, right? I mean, like you probably should go back to him and say, hey, look, ride out the rest of the season. Let's see if we should even keep you around next year as a backup. But instead, he's throwing the hail mary, thinking this might save his job, and going with Nick Foles. First off, if he if Ursay brings him back, that is the biggest joke in league history. Right. Well, it was already a joke him getting in no, the first but, place. No, but this then, actually yeah. makes yeah. already yeah. the biggest joke in <laughs> league history even worse at this rate. Look, I, I have no bets on this game, mm-hmm. uh, especially at this number. Uh, I didn't mind Indianapolis when you were getting four and a half. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mind it at four because, look, this path for the Chargers, Matt, the Chargers just have to win tonight, and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Beat Jeff Saturday and Nick Foles, you're in the playoffs. It doesn't even matter what you do the last two weeks. Granted, it would really behoove them to win the next three games because mm-hmm. if they win the next three games and Baltimore loses to Cincinnati the last week of the season, Chargers would draw the AFC mm-hmm. South champion, and that makes your path of making a playoff run significantly easier than what mm-hmm. you would have to do uh either having to go to Buffalo or Cincinnati or Kansas City in the first game. But, look, this is just one of those where the Chargers are just so much better. Jeff Saturday is the worst coach. Now that Hackett is gone, Jeff Saturday is the worst coach in the entire league, and he probably was even with Hackett there in Denver still. If you're the Chargers, you got to find a way to win the game. Now, I like your number a lot better than what's out there still. The fact that you laid a, a flat three, Chargers win by a field goal, you get your money back. That sounds real good. If it somehow hits three, I would only I would take the Chargers. Three and a half, lay out, see if Indy gets a lead early, and then bet right. the Chargers on a better number. Colts lost their last four games coming into this one. As they turn to Foles, he did make one spot, spot appearance last year with the Bears. Uh, he actually came in and had a he pretty decent game. game. Yeah, 250 yards, touchdown, no picks. That said, he has openly come out and said, that he has not had any time with the actual team this year. He has been running the scout team, so he has been playing the other team's quarterback all season long. He has not gotten any reps up until this week with the actual players that he is going to play with this week. Jeff, I don't know. I've never coasted down of NFL football in my whole life, but that seems bad. It seems problematic. I don't know know about bad. Hey, look, I mean, Chris Trevler was the best quarterback for the Jets last Thursday, and he's Back up being in the in the CFL two years ago, so I mean, look, yeah, I mean, but Nick he, Foles didn't back up to, in, in bootleg Tim Tebow though. Like he's not coming in there to run for seventy five yards. <laughs> bootleg like Tim Tebow, yeah, yeah. I like that yeah, actually. Yeah. Mountain Man Tim yeah. Tebow, whatever you want yeah, to call him. Like, you know, you know, man, you know, man. I will say this because it, it just I, I forget the Colts for a second mm-hmm. here, and then I mentioned it before. Like the Chargers, like you can't lose this game tonight. You just can't if mm-hmm. you're if you're the Chargers. To clinch a playoff spot and just take the pressure off. Yes, I know they play the Rams who stink next week, even though Baker has looked like a quarterback the last three games. And then they play Denver, who will get to Denver in a second, and they're travesty of a team they have this year. But just get it done with. If you're this franchise that has found ways to screw up easy things over the years, just Get it done. Clinch your spot tonight. So even if craziness happens the next two weeks, you're still in the field. And, and the other thing really that, that goes into this too is like, look, they're going to be as healthy as they've been since week one of the season. They're going to get, oh, Sebastian, yeah. they're going to get Sebastian Joseph Day back tonight. They're going to get Derwin James back tonight. They got back Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and Mike Williams in the lineup together for the first time two weeks ago. So on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball, this is the healthiest version of the Chargers we've seen since week one of the season. And so while it feels like this offense has been playing much better, really of late, it's been the defense that has kind of stepped up for the chargers. I know this is one of the things that we like to kind of use the chargers as a punching bag and you can kind of do whatever you want to against this, against this defense. But since week 12, so that means the last month of the season, the last four weeks of the season, you have the number six overall DVOA defense in the NFL, 10th versus the path, 10th versus a run. And you have, if you go to like the advanced metrics that don't take in opponent, you Fifth in passing success rate allowed, 10th in rushing success rate allowed. So you have a top 10 defense by several advanced metric stats here since week 12. So over the last month, as they've gotten healthier, as they've kind of maybe figured some stuff out here, this defense has actually started to play much better. And the one thing that we liked about Indy at least a little bit was they could play a little bit of defense. But over that same time period where, you know, basically this, you know, the Jeff Saturday experiment really started to go south. Now they are, they are 
way down. 23rd DVOA defense. They're 26th versus the run. So you've got Austin Eckler, who should be able to have a, a game tonight. They're 26th in EPA, EPA, EPA per play allowed are this Colts team over the last month of the season as well. So, again, it's one of those deals where it seems like two different teams obviously heading in opposite directions here. And as you mentioned, one team with all the motivation in the world and one team with absolutely none after what happened last week. Again, like I said, they know it's a lame duck coaching staff. They know the sitting the quarterback is going to be there next year. Their best players on the IR now. I mean, there's just so many things going against them. Look, I know, I know this will sound stupid, and this is just not how players operate in the league and not in – even if the front office yeah. in, is in front of this, this is a backdoor shot. Indy could finish in last place in the AFC South, mm-hmm. and having a last place schedule, Matt. You, we see teams look at Jacksonville this year, hopping from last place in a division to probably winning the division. Yeah. It is much easier if you're a mediocre team to have a season out of left field when you're on a fourth place schedule as a play, as opposed to a third place schedule, especially now with that extra cross game in the NFC being determined off where you finished the year before. And like I said, I'm not – these players are going to play hard no matter what. There's of no doubt about that. But right now, India's sitting with the fifth draft spot in the draft coming up, right? We know they need a quarterback very, very badly. What makes there you are, say that? There are three quarterbacks in this draft that everybody thinks are going to be really good in the NFL with two more that maybe people think have a lot of upside. If you go and win this game, though, that then you fall all the way down to the ninth pick or the tenth pick, and then at that point you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to trade to try to trade up to get one of those guys, or you're going to miss out. And so, again, they're going to play hard. There is motivation for this front office to try not to win these last few games, man. Because if they find themselves in another retread spot where they have to go and get some cast-off quarterback, this franchise is just going to continue to trail. And I mean, listen, it is. To get a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud or a Will Levis or whatever it might be, is is is. I mean, this is a franchise that gets that. They understand. They had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. They get what it's like to have a franchise quarterback. I mean, look, them and the Packers. I mean, we're the same until yeah. Andrew Luck retired, and then Indy basically had no idea what the heck to do because yeah. they had had a quarterback basically their entire time in Indianapolis. By the way, Matt, I just want to mm-hmm. just want to throw this out there real quick. Indy loses tonight. They actually fall to number seven. Mm-hmm. But here's your problem with that. You would fall behind Atlanta, who probably could be in the mix yep. for a quarterback with how Ritter's looked. And you fall behind Detroit with the Rams pick, which is a very complicated situation moving forward for the Lions, where I would argue Jared Goff might be their best-case scenario moving forward. But if the Lions don't, they, they'll be in the mix yep. for a quarterback as well. So you don't want to fall, fall behind more teams that are going to be drafting quarterbacks or wanting to draft quarterbacks in this upcoming draft. The big news coming out of the NFL today was the firing of Nathaniel Hackett by <laughs> the Denver Broncos. This was something that we knew was going to happen in the offseason. I just didn't know if they would pull the trigger in week 15, week 16, week 17, week 18. But in, they decided, hey, you know what? We are not going to let him finish out the season. He lost the sideline yesterday. We'll talk about this a lot more on the other side here. But it was when it came through the Twitter machine and people were saying, hey, you know, everyone starts screaming, ah, you know, this is, they got to get rid of Russell Wilson now too and all this stuff like that. I mean, listen, this is a very, very, very wealthy ownership group that took over this Denver Broncos team. And I think there is a little bit more to this than maybe people are are giving credit to. I think that this Russell Wilson thing, I understand maybe not this year because of the cap hit, but I don't think he's safe past this year. We'll talk about that a little bit more here on the other side. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log on to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Then log in again on the 1st of January 2023 for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with Bet Rivers and get not one, but two different profit boosts. It's a whole new game. Don't want to ruin this segment. We almost ruined it during the break. We got into a discussion of this Hackett thing. I'm glad we held off. I want to get into this a little bit more here, but again, the Broncos, if you are living under a rock, did fire Nathaniel Hackett here and are going to move forward with uh, Jerry Rosen, R- Jerry Rosberg as the interim head coach. Uh, they are going to retain George Patton as the GM, which I don't, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later here. As well, but this is, um, you know, look, arguably one of the worst coaching jobs we've seen in a while. You and I just said, hey, you know what? I think Urban Meyer actually does trump this because it took at least it took Hackett this long to lose the team. Urban lost the team in like week three. Like it was like week three, and you hear like these guys are walking through the locker room looking at him, being like, "Yeah, you, we don't respect you like at all." You know, like so at least at least Hackett held on for for double digit weeks here with this squad, but you know. One of the things here outside of moving on from Hackett with this ownership group, and by the way, if you don't know about the ownership group for the Broncos, they rich. They are not rich. They're wealthy. They are by far the wealthiest ownership group in the NFL at this point. It is the Waltons, yes, of Walmart. So if you were wondering, uh, it's like the 17th, 19th, and something 64th richest people in the world that are that are the th- – the triumphant here of, of people that are that own this thing. So they move on from Hackett. They don't care about the money. They don't care whatever. And then the thing comes up about Russell Wilson. And it's like, yes, there is a $107 million dead cap space that would happen next season if you moved on from him. But that said, the year after that, it's down to 85. And you're like, yeah, it's still 85 million dead cap space. Well, it's 22 million less than it would be next year. And then on top of that, the salary cap has increased every single year, but one for the last 25 years, Jeff. So I'm going to go by what history says. And in two more years, it'll be an even higher salary cap. And so I think you have to give this next coaching staff at least one turn with Russell Wilson to see if it was just the system that was completely broken, or if he is actually completely broken. Now I lean a little bit more towards him being not near as good as as we thought, but hey, listen, he deserves probably a season with a functional coaching staff to make that determination. But I don't think this ownership group, if he has another season next year like he had this year, I don't think they are going to think twice about moving on. I think there's a few things at play here, Matt. First off, I'm going to pour one out for our guy Hackett, who who gave <laughs> us just some great content for we. That's true. On, 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 on Live Bet Sunday, we're on during the games. Denver, of course, being a, we, a team in the western part of the country, they were on a lot during our show because mm. all their home yeah. games have to be in that yeah. in that uh, two o'clock Mountain Time, one o'clock Pacific uh, time window. He saved us on multiple occasions with his ridiculousness. So we appreciate you, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm curious what's next for him. I, mm-hmm. I look. I mean. I, maybe Matt LaFleur will give him a soft landing spot in Green Bay, but the dude's never going to be a head coach again. That's for yeah. certain. 
The Russell Wilson conundrum is one with no good answers, Matt, because of the amount of money, the amount of dead cap. Yes, Atlanta was able to trade Matt Ryan's $40 million in dead cap last year, but I think that had more to do with Indianapolis being desperate and Indianapolis having no idea what the heck to do with this quarterback situation post-Andrew Luck, which has been obvious for a few years now. But, Matt, I think the, easy, the easiest way to go about this, because you're stuck with Russell Wilson for next year. You have no choice. You have no choice. Next year, because it's almost half your it, – it's it, almost half your – You have no choice. You have, to, you have to keep him next year. I think this is what you do. You go out, you call Sean Payton, and you ask him, Sean, how much money and how much control do we have to give you to get you to Denver? And with the amount of money that that ownership group has, if Sean Payton wants to coach – and is willing to coach the Denver Broncos if he's assuming that Sean McVay doesn't retire with the Rams or that Brandon Staley doesn't get canned with the Chargers, which if the Chargers win one of their last three, Brandon Staley is keeping his job if they make the playoffs. So it's just a matter of does Sean Payton want to do that? I have no idea. Two different reasons why I think that's not going to happen. One, I don't think this is the job he wants. I mean, you look at that division. Well, I think there's one job he wants. I think you and I both you're, know what you're, he wants. You're standing. You're you're sitting there. You're staring down the barrel of a decade of Patrick Mahomes, a decade of Justin Herbert, and you know whatever the Raiders end up doing it. They're at the quarterback position. But listen, it's not a talent devoid roster with the Raiders either, right? So, I don't think that this is a scenario. And also, the other thing is the compensation part of it because the the Saints have to get something. Right, and, and the Broncos don't, the have, Broncos don't have any picks. picks. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos don't have any picks. And so I don't know how this it would get done with him really anyway here. I think the deal with Russell Wilson, yes, next year has to be there because of the 107. When it goes down to 85, there's something, if you guys have never heard of the sunk cost fallacy, like it is one of those things where people keep going, yeah, but you the dead cap space is 85. Well, that is on the books regardless. It doesn't matter. You can keep trotting out this guy who just loses games for you over and over and over again because you have this money that's already sunken and this sunken cost. But that doesn't, that isn't the whole fallacy. And you should just Google it and read the whole thing about how this works. It, it really is because you're, you're going to realize like you've done it before. I've done it before. Everybody has done it before that you, you're, you're, Economic choice and what you have already spent should not dictate future decisions if that is not beneficial to your to to the actual future, right? And so, okay. so what we come down to essentially is you have this thing where you could lose the fan, you could lose the fan base, you could lose whatever. I mean, like you, it, there could be far more detriment than just the money itself, right? Than by trotting out this guy who won. It's not a fan favorite, I might add. Like, what makes like, you say that? Yeah, Matt? like not a fan favorite. <laughs> it's different if you're trotting out a fan favorite and he's just losing all over the place. But when you have a guy who has the personality of Russell Wilson and you can tell amongst the teammates they don't really like him either and all that, like it's a it's a different scenario. It's not like when they were again. The last time the Broncos were in the playoffs was when they won Super Bowl Fifty. As crazy as that may seem, they were trotting out Peyton Manning's corpse at that point. That's different than this because Peyton obviously had the track record even in Denver. They had already been to a Super Bowl. Peyton had obviously that season where he threw for 8,000 touchdowns and 50,000 yards or whatever it was. But look, uh, I'll say this, Matt. I think there's one other thing that, I, that, that I'll add on to what I was saying before. Where if you don't get Sean Payton, all right, it doesn't matter who. Let's say they hire an offensive-minded guy. You'd yeah. imagine they would. Unless if they promote Evero, who is their D coordinator, who's the only guy on that staff yeah. who's done a good job this year. You have to go out and sign a cheap, good backup. Mm-hmm. Behind Russell Wilson, no disrespect to Brad Rippon, who all things considered, in his appearance, in his multiple appearances, was fine. Yeah, it was fine in the Jet start. That's a really good defense. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? And he actually played genuinely well against Arizona the week before. But you got to do have someone who really puts the pressure on Russ. Where if he doesn't play well, you can go to the guy behind him. Mike White is the guy who stands out of mm-hmm. the guys who are going to be available this offseason. Granted, I don't think the Jets are going to let Mike White out of East Rutherford yeah. at this point. But you're you're in a scenario where you need to find a backup quarterback who has played at least a few games, more than, I would say, probably about 10 games, mm-hmm. and has been competent in said 10 games. Because if Wilson stinks, you can bench him and whatever. He's on your roster regardless. Yeah. But if you got a guy like Mike White or or heck, if Gardner Minshew's available for cheap, go ahead. Yeah. Or you could go for broke and get Zach Wilson from the Jets and have two Wilsons that can't play. They you did. could do that. <laughs> they did. They could do that. They, <laughs> they did recoup some of the picks. And now they're they're not first round picks. They're like second, third round picks. Whenever they got rid of Chubb and they got rid of yep. so like they're they they're not completely well, devoid. Well, Chubb is a first round pick, right? They're, they're not completely devoid of of picks. And so basically what it comes down to is, you know, do you get one of these quarterbacks to slip into the second round and then maybe they could make a move and try to get like, you know, like you said, he, they have to play Russ no matter what next year. But 
say like an Anthony Richardson falls into the second round. One of these guys that has like a ton of upside, but maybe isn't ready to play from day one. That's the almost dream scenario for, for, for Denver, right? I mean, like you could then come in and kind of swoop in and, and do something like that. But it's very, it's gonna be very interesting to see how this moves forward. Cause again, it is a very, very rich ownership group in a very tough division. It seems moving forward. So long as nothing happens to Mahomes and nothing happens to Herbert. I don't know who is going to really want to have this gig. Like, I, honestly, like, I don't think one, any of the super premier names out there are going to be jumping up and down to, to take Pay- this Payton is the only one, but the compensation angle is what makes that a little more difficult. There are other teams that will be able to offer more if Payton wants to come back. Yeah, I mean, look, it's if you don't think Russell Wilson can play, it's a very difficult job because yeah. he's going to have to start as your quarterback week one, unless mm-hmm. if he's injured. Yeah, But, again, maybe your hope is, you know what, maybe these injuries that Russ has had this whole year, maybe they've been worse than people have let on in the public because people don't really like Russell Wilson. Maybe that's why he's falling off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, there, there's it, it's, it really is fascinating and so many different angles to kind of look at with this. And, you know, what you're going to hear here, you know, throughout the next however long is, are they going to, you know, are they going to, is the t- team going to rally now? You know, this is the thing. Are they going to rally now that Hackett's gone and all that? It's like, I mean. They're playing man. the Chiefs this yeah, week. I mean, it's like, what like, do you mean? Like, game, I know. It's like game to be rallying. It's like, what do you mean? Like, I've already seen people say, like, oh, you know, you get these bounces once you fire these coaches and stuff. I was like, this is the worst possible landing spot for any sort of bounce this week, as you mentioned, as they find themselves as, as double-digit underdogs in this game. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Like, they're not going to do any. They're not. It's, this has moved to 13 and a half at this point. We're almost two full touchdowns in favor of the Chiefs. So this ain't the week for the bounce. Maybe you get a two-week bounce, second-week bounce, right? <laughs> Something like that, Jeff. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Nick Whalen from over at Roto-Wire, see what he's on in the NFL this week. Also, some NBA stuff with him as well. Stick around. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only 79 American and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. From our online store, only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get this thing to March for 79 bills. Come on. What is that Canadian? Just go do it. Like I'm gonna say, like one thirty six eighty five, but we'll we'll one thirty six eighty like one thirty six eighty five something in there. We'll we'll you're we'll look you're, it up. you're only off, you're only off by thirty we'll, Canadian one oh seven. Canadian. Oh, I was thinking because the one thirty is when it was ninety nine, and oh uh, yeah, see, <laughs> I had the right you know I had the, the right, right idea. Yeah, I had the right um, but just the wrong wrong price there. <laughs> now join us here on the program. You can find his great stuff over at Roto Wire. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Waylon. The L is a one. So W H A one E N. He is Nick Whalen. Nick, thanks for joining us, my man. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Uh, unfortunately, I have no commentary on the uh, you know uh, dollars to to Canadian dollars <laughs> conversion rates, but more than happy to weigh in on some some NFL and some NBA. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's talk about the game here tonight. So this thing got as high as four and a half, got to four, sat at four for a couple of days. Now three and a half across the board in favor of the Chargers. Forty four and a half is the total you and I are on the same side here. I'm, I'm also on the chargers. What, uh, what brought you to that side? What brought me to that side is it just, it feels like the chargers are the significantly better team. And you could, you could hear a little bit of, uh, you know, hesitancy in my voice. It's because the chargers have not proven that all that often this season. It's like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they, they got a big win over Miami still wasn't quite as convincing as I would have liked. Didn't, didn't really think Miami played all that well. In that game, I actually thought last week against Tennessee was going to be a big time smash spot for that Chargers offense against a depleted Tennessee secondary. Again, they end up winning the game, but only score 17 points. Justin Herbert throws two picks. So, uh, you know, we, we, this time of year, especially, we always have to approach the Chargers with caution. They embrace the chaos to a degree that no franchise in the league can really match. But when they're fully healthy, 
this is a super, super dangerous offense with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen healthy together. We've rarely seen it this season, but to me, that changes everything for this team. And I, I think maybe the the minor letdown that they had offensively last week against Tennessee, I think that's that gets corrected against this Indianapolis team. I'm also on the over 44 and a half because I, I think the Colts are going to be able to move the ball on a Chargers run defense that has been putrid all season. It's, it's not as bad as it was last year, but it's close. And yeah, taking Jonathan Taylor away, that's big. But Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, those guys still plenty capable. And you know, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. But I don't think going from the current version of Matt Ryan to Nick Foles, to me, that's not really a downgrade at all. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess the only thing I'm wondering about is the with Foles coming out and saying that he hadn't played actual football with his teammates all season long. So there was that yeah, where he's like, yeah. I've been playing the other team's quarterback instead of our quarterback. So that got me a little, uh, you know, off, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying for sure though. No, for sure. For sure. And you know, I, I think they're going to let Colt, let Foles kind of be himself here. So you know, if you're looking at props, like I kind of like over uh, a half interception for Nick Foles, I think he's going to air it out. I mean, the, the, the Colts have really nothing left to play for at this point. You might as well put it out there. Uh, I don't really trust this Colts offensive line either. So you, you got the possibility that Foles is going to be under siege. Maybe the arm gets hit. Um, so I, I, I do think this is going to be maybe a more exciting game uh, than it might look like it would be on paper because somehow, you know, it's really since the coaching change, the Colts have been able to find ways to hang in with superior opponents. Well, they've been finding ways uh, to lose close games, at least keeping us entertained. It's at least a, a right. decency of that. Uh, Nick, let's go to the association. What what a great one in Cleveland tonight, starting there. The Nets are scorching hot. Winners of eight straight uh, have moved within a half game of Cleveland for the three seed. Right now, the Cavs laying two, 220 and a half, 220 right now, what we're seeing on the total. I, I kind of like the Nets here. I do. This is a team that not that long ago, guys, was 9-11, and 11, and they are now 21-12. and 12. And the best thing I can say about the Nets is nobody's talking about them. It feels like we have not heard a peep out of Brooklyn in a month. You know, there's been no drama. Kyrie Irving is playing almost every single night. Kevin Durant is playing well. You know, the, the, a lot of the injuries that they dealt with early on, those seem to be behind them, save for a few role players. They will not have Seth Curry tonight, for instance. But uh, all the drama that that felt like was going to just completely engulf and derail the season has kind of faded away. And who knows, you know, over the course of 82 games, chances are we have not heard the last from Kyrie Irving, but this is a reminder that this is a very, very good team when, when everything is settled and they trust their coach and everybody plays their roles. Uh, I mean, in the month of December, this is the best offense in the NBA. They're third in net rating over the last 10 games. They have a better net rating than the Cavs by a significant margin in that span. And to me, this feels like a potential statement game for the Brooklyn Nets. I, I, I'm on Brooklyn tonight. And guys, if you're looking at futures, Kevin Durant still nine to one to win the MVP. I think it's gone wildly undercovered just how massive of a year KD is having. Nick, our lone late tip tonight is the Hornets and the Blazers. Hornets, bad. Blazers, meh. And uh, sitting about five, five and a half right now in favor of the Blazers. What do you see in this one? I like Portland here. I do. And you know, they, they hit the skids a little bit heading into Christmas. They lost three straights, uh, a couple of those to, to bad teams, but I think this is a good bounce back spot. You know, they're coming in well-rested Hornets are just awful on defense, especially they are the worst defense in the NBA by a wide margin over the last 10 games, getting LaMelo ball back. That helps a ton on offense. I think that maybe makes them even worse on the defensive end. So this is going to be likely a high scoring game. We're seeing a big total 237 and a half. It's going to be a pace up game for Portland. They're, they're one of the slower teams in the league, Charlotte up near the top. So to me, that total is probably a stay away. It's a little too high for me, but I like the Blazers here. I think this is going to be a team that they're, they're very comfortable scoring on. I think this is a great matchup for Damian Lillard. If you want to look into those player props, I mean, Jeremy Grant's been giving them big time minutes. The only thing uh, you do have to, to kind of wait and see on Yusuf Nurkic. He's been dealing with a calf injury of late, but either way, I'm leaning Portland. Nick, uh, let's go to the MVP race, which all of a sudden is very cluttered at the top. Tatum is still the favorite at DK, plus 250. Giannis at plus 330. Nikola Jokic, who was absolutely fantastic last night, an overtime win for Denver over Phoenix, uh, is at 4-1. to one. Luke is at plus 450. And then Durant and Embiid both lurking 9-1 to one on KD, 10-1 to one on, Embiid, on Embiid right now. Nick, this is shaping up to be a spectacular race the last few months of the season. 
It absolutely is. And it, it says a lot that, you know, we don't even feel like we have to mention guys like John Morant and Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker, who would almost always, you know, be in this conversation if it weren't for the fact that we have six guys having all-time great seasons. Really, any of those six players that you name, from Tatum to Giannis to Jokic to Embiid to Doncic to KD, in in a given in any given season, almost all of those guys would be the the sole front runner. And yeah, it really does feel like we we have almost an even race between six guys. I think you could make you could make a case for any one of them. Uh, there's a reason that Tatum and Giannis have kind of separated themselves. But as you mentioned, I mean, Nikola Jokic over the last three or four weeks, I mean, he's playing arguably the best basketball not of the season, but of his entire career. I mean, he has been fantastic. And I think going into the year, there was this notion that, well, he won it the last two years. You just can't win it three years in a row. It doesn't really happen in the NBA. We've seen it with LeBron. We saw it with Steph. We saw it most recently with Giannis. Jokic is really going to challenge that. I think he is because especially if Denver ends up as the one or the two in the West, I mean, the numbers are absolutely going to be there. The efficiency is off the charts. Um, so I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how many voters are, are willing to vote for Jokic again and how many just kind of give him the, eh, we need some new blood in there uh, type of cross-off vote that I, I think that's what we expected coming into the year. But it's going to be really, really tight. I, I think value-wise right now, I would bet KD at 9-1. to one. Uh, But, you know, th- these odds are, are going to change essentially nightly because it feels like one of these guys is going off for 40 and 15 every other night. Nick, we got about 90 seconds. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans hit a little bit of a rough skid. Then they, they bounce back one couple in a row now and find themselves – uh, one game back of Denver, what is your kind of macro look on this team? Like, do you do you think what we see here is for real and sustainable over the long term here? And do, do you think at all they can make any noise in the playoffs? I think they can. I really do. And, you know, part of it is an endorsement of what the Pelicans have built. Uh, I think they're, they're really deep. And I think the silver lining of guys like uh, Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum and Zion Williamson missing time is, you know, you're getting – a bunch of role players, big time minutes in, in big situations early in this season. So suddenly it feels like they're like 10 or 11 guys deep. It might be the deepest team in the league. When Brandon Ingram comes back, I think we're going to see what the true ceiling is for this team. But the fact that they're 20 and 12, I mean, it, it just speaks to, to how resilient they've been despite the injuries. And not only have they been impressive, but the West, it, it just looks wide open, right? I, I think I, I don't trust the Clippers health wise. Golden State has a ton of things to figure out. They're a sub 500 team right now. To me, the Pelicans have just as good of a chance as Denver. Memphis, Phoenix, uh, really any of any of those kind of secondary teams that we talk about in the Western Conference if you want to fade away from teams like Golden State or the Clippers. So, yes, absolutely. I, I'm in on the Pelicans. I, I think they have a ton of upside, not only for this year, but, of course, you know, for the next probably five to seven years. You can find Nick over on RotoWire on the Twitter machine at Waylon. The L is a one. How many times do you like 5,000 times have you done this already? Like, is it like what? How many times have you had to do this, Nick? Come on, seriously. Come uh, on. A lot of times. I'm just, just considering just changing there, my Twitter handle at this Come point. On. Just, get a, yeah, just get an L in there. Come on, let, let, let's get this done. He's Nick Whalen. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you, guys. When we come back, overreaction Monday. We're going to see if any of the stuff, the odds that moved, are an overreaction or a proper reaction. Come on back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The segment of Vsin Final Countdown presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most of these nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Made with six simple ingredients, completely tobacco-free, plus offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch by Zen Online or find a store near you at zen.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Today, Matt Brown, Jeff Parles, producer Jeff behind the glass, real person, promise you. Never, never talks, never, never wants the camera, but I promise, real person, real person. Very nice, very pleasant person, actually, behind the glass back there. We were just taking a look at the Western Conference because we were saying, you know, Nick just said how wide open it was. And as I took a glance, we, uh, we noticed that there is exactly one team that has a winning record on the road, and that is only a 9-8 and eight record by the Denver Nuggets Every other team is either 500 or below 500 on the road. And we were like, wow, that is a, that's fairly stunning when you look. And then you go, oh, let me look at the Eastern. Con- oh, never mind. Only four teams in the whole NBA have a winning record on the road. Even league, man. They, they, yeah. Again, parody. We, we talk about parody in, uh, in the NFL. This is what this new era of NBA is now. We are in the post-super team era. We just are. Even though teams have tried to put together those super teams, they just don't exist anymore. That's why you can get, I mean, the entire Western Conference, 1 through 11, (laughs) is separated by six games right now. (laughs) I mean, everyone is basically the same. Yeah, it really is. On a night, and that actually does make the the games at least a little bit more entertaining, right? At least for now. I mean, someone will eventually. I mean, mean, 18-point leads have been nothing for five years now. Now they're really nothing. Someone will uh, will eventually decide to go ahead and pull the rope cord and and to go into the, let's not call it tanking, just, uh, you know, trying not to win as much, maybe. You know, putting inferior players out on the Hello, lots of rest days, you know, lots of rest days and things and all the things like that. You know, we'll, we'll be looking at something like that. Again, we do have Monday Night Football tonight. We got the Chargers, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at the Colts. 44-and-a-half is your total. I do have a, the minus-three ticket in the account. Nick put in the minus-three-and-a-half ticket. Jeff said he would actually take the four if it got to four with the Colts, but uh, sitting three-and-a-half right now would be a pass. We'll continue to... Talk about this game and see if any line movement happens over the course of the rest of the show. But it is overreaction Monday here on VEASAN Final Countdown. And we do see now some some pretty big odd shifts in some of these futures markets. And, and Jeff, I do want to ask you what you think here about some of these and see if, you know, has thing, have, have these things moved too far? I do want to remind people, and the reason that maybe some of this is maybe a little bit more locked up than even in years past is we've gone now to that ranked voting system, right? And so... You look at a guy like Mahomes, and his MVP odds now have just – I mean, he it's its unbettable if you want to bet Mahomes. And the problem with this is, is even if he doesn't get the first-place votes, I cannot imagine a scenario in which he doesn't get a massive amount of second-place votes where if he's – if he's on everybody's ballot as one or two, then he's going to win, right? And so that's the problem. He's minus 500 now at this point. Your second shot is Joe Burrow at 7-1. to one. Josh Allen's at 8-1. to one. Jalen Hurts has fallen all the way to 10-1 to one now at this point. Justin Jefferson and then everybody else gets into the triple digits. So it's a four-man four race right now. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and Hurts. And, of course, we know the whole deal with Hurts. It's a three-horse three, yeah. three race. And... Hurts is done. As great of a season as he as he has had, that performance by Minshew on Saturday ended it. And it's not fair to Hurts, but it did because the Eagles should have won that game mm-hmm. in Dallas against what's supposedly a top tier defense by scoring in the thirties. Yeah, they should have won that game. So, Matt, I'll, I'll go to this Monday Night Football this week is what? It's Buffalo at Cincinnati. Yeah. So, let's say Mahomes is it. Kind of has a performance like he did on Sunday against Seattle, where 
He's not bad by any stretch, but he's okay. Yes. And Kansas City methodically beats the Broncos, who are an abject mess. Go to Monday night. Let's say the winner of that game, where if it's Allen, who I think has been pretty clearly the third best of these three guys, but if let's say Allen has a humongous game against right. a defense that's really good. Yeah. Lights them up because for 330, four touchdowns and runs for 60 right, yards. Right, right. Has yeah, four, five total yeah, touchdowns, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden yeah. Buffalo beats Cincinnati like 42 28, mm. and it's because Allen goes nuclear, yeah. which is in play. No, sure. Absolutely. Then all of a sudden, Josh Allen, okay, they beat mm. New England week 18 to get the one seed. Josh Allen could very easily steal this award. Yeah. On the flip side, what happens if Joe Burrow does what he did to Kansas City last year in week mm. 17, which was annihilate them? Put up in the high 30s, throw for over 400 yards, but does that to Buffalo, who is considered a top-flight defense. So that's where this gets tricky, where if the winner of the Monday night game has just an absurdist game and then flips around and plays well in Week 18, which, look, Cincinnati, assuming Baltimore handles their business against Pittsburgh, which is a pretty – not something you should assume, but I do think Baltimore wins that game on Sunday night. Cincinnati still has to win Week 18 to win the AFC North. Yeah. So Burrow's going to have to play and have to play all out. So I think Burrow, I think Cincinnati's winning on Monday, and I think it's going to be because Burrow has a huge game. I think Joe Burrow's worth the bet still. You could still get 7-1. Yeah. So I think it's an overreaction of Mahomes moving to a minus 500 see, favorite. I think, I, think you could put, I think you could put a little snort on both Burrow and Allen and, no feel, and feel okay with it because here's the yeah. thing. You look, if, if we're talking about counting stats, and, and this is not – this is unfortunate for Patrick Mahomes that his schedule closes out the way that it does with Denver and, and, and the Raiders, but they could find themselves in very comfortable leads in both of these games and, and him not have to pass the ball and him not have to get these, these counting stats or whatever, right. because they could kind of back off a little bit and, and really, really and truly just make sure that he stays healthy, make sure there's nothing going on with any of that, because obviously Everyone knows he has to be the dude that has to be. Has to, and right now, Burrow's only three touchdown passes behind him from a counting stat standpoint, and then Allen is only five. And so, like you said, what if there is this? Either one of these guys, Burrow or Allen, either yeah, one of them goes matter, for four no. or five touchdowns, yeah. right? And then Patrick Mahomes, by no fault of his own, because they just have a, a has, has crappy a, opponent in front of them. Yeah, right. As like a one touchdown, yeah, yeah, two hundred forty right. yard. Now passing everyone's game. tied. Yeah, yeah. And, and now yeah. everyone's tied. Maybe changes the calculus a little bit with all the different things like that. And so. I'm with you. I don't think this is as cut and dry, maybe, as as maybe it seems. And it's by no fault of Patrick Mahomes. Again, it's just the way that the schedule kind of played out here where they might be in two very comfortable positions heading home here to where he doesn't have to keep his foot on the gas. One other thing real quick with that Cincinnati game on Monday, and we're a week out, the weather mm-hmm. can change. But that weather report on Monday looks awesome for January 2nd mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. A high of 57 degrees with no rain and limited wind. You cannot ask for anything better than that if you want one of those two guys to go off or both of them to go off for the heck of it. Comeback player of the year has now shifted. We have co-favorites with uh, with Christian McCaffrey trailing just by a little bit. We have Geno Smith at plus 175, Saquon Barkley at plus 175. Now, Christian McCaffrey at plus 250. Goff is sitting there at plus 650. Again, you can kind of argue what Goff is actually even coming back from. I don't know what he is would be coming back from really, you know, so I don't get that, but Geno Smith, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey of those three, do you think it's an overreaction that we have now come off of Geno Smith being the overwhelming favorite here for comeback player of the year? If this is done correctly and what happens to Seattle this upcoming Sunday, what I I think Mm. the Jets are going to win now that Mike White's Mm. in that game. And I think Geno's going to struggle for the second consecutive game. Like he did in KC giants, get the Colts Barkley plays well, Saquon wins this award. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, based off of what we're coming back from, Saquon Barkley should be ahead of him anyway. Anyway, secondly, too, if you look at this Giants team, listen, Brian Dayball's not going to win coach of the year, but it has been it's been Saquon Barkley and a band of misfits, basically, essentially, for this offense. And and Dayball has been able to make this team competitive. I don't know how, because they have no talent at all on the offensive side outside of Saquon Barkley. But Saquon Barkley has basically put everything on his shoulders. And like you mentioned, he is actually coming back from something, as opposed to these other guys, which is just more like coming back off of shame a little bit. You know, Geno Smith got cast aside. Jared Goff got cast aside, whatever. I mean, like, come on. That, that's not it. It should be Barkley. 
I think that this is a I don't think that this is an overreaction at all. I think this is very appropriate that his odds have plummeted down to plus one seventy five, and I think that he is the guy that should be doing this uh, real quickly on a on a coach of the year standpoint here. And it looks like these odds have come off of the board for whatever reason. So I don't know why they've pulled these down. But uh, at least earlier today, Sirianni was minus 175, Shanahan all the way down to plus 275, and then Doug Peterson at 8-1. to one. Dan Campbell goes all the way from 3-1 to one up to 14-1. to one. I think that's appropriate reaction as well. Um, I don't think this is an overreaction. Look, the Lions were kind of smoking mirrors and this thing, mirroring this thing anyway. If we're looking, if we're talking about true coaching jobs, what Sirianni and Shanahan, and again, in my opinion, Peterson and even Dayball, I think is all superior to what Dan Campbell's done. I mean, it's not even, it, it was a joke yeah. that Campbell got steamed like he yeah. did. Okay, you beat one good team, or one <laughs> right. and a half good teams in this run. Congratulations. <laughs> and they were embarrassed by a team with no offense on Sunday. So, look, I think this is right. I think. In all honesty, I'm a little surprised Sirianni isn't sh- isn't mm. shorter because they should have went on the road, beat Dallas yeah. with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. That's an incredible coaching performance, even though they came up short. It really was. It was right there for the taking. Coming back here in hour two, we will update anything that's gone on here in this Monday Night Football game. And also, we're going to welcome a new state to legalize sports betting here at the beginning of the year with an interesting offer. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 